and welcome to Update 850, your weekly dose of politics in the Sunshine State, where we focus on issues affecting children and families. Each week, we'll bring you updates and insights on the latest developments in Florida's politics that impact the well-being of our most vulnerable population. I'm Kurt Kelly, CEO and President of the Florida Coalition for Children. Let's dive in with the FCC's Director of Governmental Affairs, Caleb Hawks, who's going to take us through the issues that matter to Florida's families. Thank you, Kurt, and welcome everyone to episode 10 of Update 850. We would like to thank this Update 850 episode sponsor, the Florida Coalition for Children's 2023 Annual Conference. Set to take place July 16th through the 18th in beautiful Bonita Springs, Florida, conference attendees can expect to hear from exciting speakers and leaders of the child welfare community, fellowship with industry partners, and build awareness of the critical work happening within child welfare. Featuring keynote speakers Dr. Amelia Frank-Meyer and Kimberly Noble. Registration began last week and space is filling up fast. So jump online and register to join us as we journey together towards tomorrow. Now let us dig into your Capital City update. Week five of the legislative session was short but dramatic as the Florida legislature continued to consider big issues and the Republican majority flexing its political muscle on some big issues of the day, including abortion and sex reassignment. Major leaders of the Democratic Party were temporarily arrested and detained outside Tallahassee City Hall, and we all witnessed former President Donald Trump's there-and-back-again indictment related to possible fraudulent business practices related to his 2016 presidential campaign. As with every Monday, the House Democratic leadership hosted virtual media availability on the top issues facing them during this week of legislative session. Led by House Democratic Leader Frances Driscoll and Democratic Policy Chair Representative Kelly Skidmore, they covered their concerns in women's health care, the state budget, and other issues the state's Democrats are pursuing to address these concerns. Additionally, Representative Yvonne Hinson, a Democrat from the Gainesville area, held a press conference to discuss her concerns for intellectual freedom and her viewpoint on diversity in the state's post-secondary institutions. Representative Hinson was joined by the advocacy group, the United Faculty of Florida. Later in the morning, Governor Ron DeSantis signed another hotly debated measure, House Bill 543, an act establishing constitutional carry here in Florida. This makes it the 26th state with such a measure. The Florida Senate convened a floor session Monday morning in which they debated, voted on, and passed the state's controversial six-week limit for a pregnant woman to pursue an abortion. This bill heads over to the chamber of the Florida House, and we should expect to see this bill again before the end of session. Additionally, the Florida Senate presented their version of the budget and completed the process to get the chamber ready for conference with the House, which should take place soon in the coming weeks, as well as the conforming legislation to assist the state's efforts in implementing the proposed budget. Lastly, Monday's Senate drama did not end during the abortion debate as they had a prolonged conversation on another piece of controversial legislation related to treatments for sex reassignment here in Florida. Across the hall Monday, the House Healthcare Regulation Subcommittee met on a host of issues prior to the full chamber convening to hear issues related to their proposed budget and conforming legislation and setting their area of the stage for their future budget negotiations with their Senate counterparts during the annual budget conference. The Judicial Nominating Commission's deadline for Supreme Court vacancy created by the retirement of Justice Ricky Polston last month came and went Monday. Next will be the consideration of the applicants and future recommendation to and selection by the governor in the coming weeks. Monday evening, Florida Democratic leaders, Senate Minority Leader Senator Lauren Book and Florida Democratic Chair Nikki Freed were arrested outside of Tallahassee City Hall during a protest of the abortion bill passed earlier by the Florida Senate. The leaders will be back in court in April and May, respectively, but are back in the community in the meantime, tending to their government and political duties. Tuesday began early with the House Civil Justice Subcommittee meeting to consider legislation on its agenda, including House Bill 875, an act related to dependent children, or the 2023 Guardian Ad Litem Bill, and House Bill 1377, an act related to the adoption of children in dependency court by Representative Stevenson. 
Later that morning, the Florida House finished their deliberations around their proposed budget, and their work week was concluded early out of respect for the various religious holidays and observances taking place this week. Florida Senate, however, continued their meetings for the week, which included the Health Policy Committee meeting with an agenda that included Senate Bill 1548, an act related to the Children's Medical Services Program by Senator Bradley, Senate Bill 1084, an act related to long-term managed care program that specifically would create a pilot program in Miami-Dade County for eligible enrollees that are currently on the waiting list for the state's Medicaid waiver for developmental disability services. Also, the committee considered Senate Bill 1594, an act related to the Agency for Persons with Disabilities by Senator Broder. Senate Children, Families, and Elder Affairs also met Tuesday morning in which they considered and passed the following legislation. Senate Bill 272, an act related to children and young adults in out-of-home care by Chair Garcia, with an amendment to align it with its House Companion. Senate Bill 976, an act related to certification of individuals who provide child and adult protective services by Senator Harrell. Senate Bill 1016, an act related to mental health and substance abuse by Senator Rousson. And Senate Bill 1384, an act related to legal proceedings for children by Senator Burton. The Senate Judiciary Committee also met and passed Senate Bill 1322, an act related to adoption by Senator Grawl and Senate Bill 610, Registration of Residential Child Caring Agencies and Family Foster Homes by Senator Yarborough. The Senate closed out their Tuesday afternoon with a floor session in which they passed out another controversial legislative proposal related to treatments for sex reassignment and sent it to the House for their consideration. In Tuesday, First Lady Casey DeSantis, in partnership with the Florida Department of Business and Professional Regulation Secretary Melanie Griffin, discussed the best pet practices with Florida animal advocates. On Wednesday, we saw the early end of the legislative work week with the Senate finishing their committee meeting agendas before lunch, which included the Government Oversight and Accountability Committee. Its agenda included Senate Bill 1278, direct support organizations of the Department of Children and Families by Senator Simon. This legislation companions measure is stuck in the House Children and Families and Senior Subcommittee, which is currently set not to meet again this session. This can mean future amendments or setting the stage for next session, and we will continue to monitor as we learn more. Also on Wednesday, Governor Ron DeSantis awarded Fort Myers Beach with $11.9 million the first award through the Local Government Emergency Bridge Loan Program. On a light day Thursday, the governor announced that Florida has awarded more than 1,750 bonuses to new law enforcement recruits to the state's recruitment program that encourages Floridians to join the profession and also attracts out-of-state recruits or experienced officers to relocate to Florida. Today, the Florida Coalition for Children's Offices are closed but we'd like to acknowledge the Special Olympics Florida Law Enforcement Torch Run taking place in the capital city today. Their torch run ceremony will begin at 11 a.m. on the steps of the Old Capitol in support of these tremendous athletes. This concludes this week's milestone 10th episode of Update 850. Thank you for listening, and please continue to tune in every week as we cover the top issues impacting Florida's children and families. We are now in the back half of session, so we will see more legislation get stuck in the mire of the process see the final allocation amount for this fiscal year, and budget conferences all still to come before we celebrate Sunny Die, or the official end of session in the first week of May. This is Caleb Hawks wishing you a great weekend, and we'll see you all next week. Thank you.